Welcome back to another episode of Unemployed with Anna Roisman. It's me, Anna Roisman. I wasn't unemployed today, but you know what? I have been for a lot of days, so I can totally empathize with you if you are sitting at home listening to this podcast without a job. And I'm here with Ellen. Ellen, what's going on? Hey, Anna. Hey, listeners. Hey, How's wow. it going? You sound different. What's different about you? Something's different. You sound, your voice is, is in, in a pleasant space, I should say. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. What happened? What What's going on with you? I feel like I know. Well, I had a few interviews this week. Okay. And what can I say? I got a job, kind <gasps> of. <gasps> When you're She's allergic dying. to peanuts, you're th- <laughs> that's happening to me right now. Your throat's no. closing up. You're- I'm so happy for you, but I'm also, Thank you. you know, I have hesitations. Uh, will you still hang out with me on this? Of course. Okay, cool. cool I'm cool. still unemployed in my heart. In your brand, in your heart. Yeah, that's exactly and it. In my told- soul and in my brain. Great. Uh, I love to hear it. But I do want to know, is this a job that, uh, do you, are they giving you benefits yet? Are you like trying to determine like how much uh, of a job yes. it is? I would like to determine if this is actually a job or if it's a job in quotes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like technically it's freelance. Okay. We love that term. So That's the fancy way of saying. It's like you're not really hired. No. Right. Do you have an office to go to if the world opens up? I think that I would have an office to go to if the world opens up, but that's just not going to happen. Nobody's going to be going to an office. Okay. Okay. Right now. Um, And I guess my last question is, are they going to pay for your lunch? I can't see that happening. I think that only happens at like startups now. I really Mm. don't think that happens (laughs) at normal companies. You didn't ask these kinds of questions in the interview? Like, excuse me, uh, will I have access to your Seamless account? (laughs) Am I supposed to? Is that an interview question? Yes. Why didn't you brief me on any of this before? I'm sorry. I didn't know you were interviewing so hard. Had I known this was happening, you know, so intensely this week, I would have given you a, you know, a proper interview we should do yeah. that we should do an interview one day like just a real interview I've yeah. been on enough to know exactly how they go I made a sketch about one of them that was real um I am I I get so nervous about interviews I would oh love no. to hear how other people deal with them because I'm so good in an interview it's sick I bet you are yeah it's sick I like give them exactly what they want that's what you're supposed to do in an interview. So Feel you're slaying it. Yeah. Years of improv class get made me good for interviews. Um, wait, I had a really funny job the other day uh, with Nikki Paris, who I'm giving a shout out to. He was a guest on the show. And we work, we freelance for this app called Airtime. And we love Airtime. I've worked for them for years now. And I host shows for them. And they asked us to do a demo. Like, they were testing out a new product. They asked us to do a demo for their executives and, like, their employees and, like, engineers and stuff in Palo Alto. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they were like, yeah, we just need you to do like 30 minutes, like whatever. So we like got some dirt on them and we like roasted them a little bit, which was super fun. Nice. Like we found out like, you know, which guy likes sushi and he's always racking up like their tab with like tons of sushi for lunch every day. And like, you know, it, it was funny. We, we roasted them and then we did like a, a little bit ourselves and then <laughs> we didn't know how it was supposed to end. <laughs> And they hired us for like a 30 minute thing and it was 30 minutes, but like no one was like, they introduced us. Someone was on the stream, like introducing us. No one came on to like, be like, thank you so much. And so someone in the chat wrote like, okay, you can turn your cameras off now. And okay, you're done now. Thanks. Bye. They didn't say it like that. And so then Nikki was like, well, hold one moment. We can't leave without our original song. (laughs) he starts singing just like made up shit i was crying laughing and we are both improvising a song where we're just like air time we love air time air time it's the time for air and and they they, loved it and some people were like get them off like what is that i was like oh man we had such a good half hour and now we're literally firing ourselves live you're out of control on air it was the funniest fucking thing ever I mean, I, we got really an fun, email yeah. saying great job. So I imagine we weren't fired, but it was, <laughs> it was so funny. 
so risky i love it especially because the person who like briefed us about it was like and they keep asking like what what is the material what are they going to be doing for this and we had nothing planned yet because we had it was a very last minute thing so we were like i don't know <laughs> we'll come it'll be good <laughs> yeah be that's the best where half those hour. improv lessons come in Oh, God, improv. I was terrible at improv. I'm better at improv in life than I was in a UCB stage. I'll say that. Listen, that's where it's most important, Anna. Yeah. Thank you. This is a great transition, though, because our guest today, I met at the UCB. Oh, wow. I Perfect. Know, right? That really tied in nicely. I didn't even plan that. It, that was improv. That's why That's why I'm good. That's that was improv. improv. I am so excited about this episode, okay? But I must say, I had a little bit of an audio mishap, I should say. On my own end, I can't believe it. I'm still kicking a wall. I'm really upset. So I apologize in advance and I hope you'll still listen to the rest of this episode because we had the very funny James the Third on the podcast. He's such a successful writer. He's my friend. I know him for a very long time. He's written on all that on Nickelodeon, Adam Ruins, everything on True TV. And you may know him from his hit Netflix show, Astronomy Club. He is one of the creators, stars, producers, writers. He's amazing. Or you might know him as one of the hosts of the famous podcast black men can't jump in hollywood here is our interview yes hello i wow i didn't know black men can't jump was famous (laughs) i I think it's famous okay (laughs) that's good to know roll with it is it not you put in hollywood in the title of it is that right but it's like it's because of the aspirations that the podcast has not (laughs) at least not where hey i'll take it if it's famous (laughs) And you I guys just didn't, didn't get together. It. You're like, and let's put in Hollywood because that's who we are. That is. Yeah. Our- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How are you? How have you been doing? Good. I've been. Oh, I mean, good. It feels weird to say good, but that's okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been good. I've been. It's been. Um, you know. You know. Hold up. At home has been uh, not the worst. Yeah. Um. I, uh, my wife and I have been doing well. We're, you know, we're pretty stocked up. We're healthy. <laughs> That's all you can say right now. Are you both yeah. working right now? Are you? Yes. Yeah, we're both working. It was weird when the, when the pandemic happened, um, she like was out of work for like a week and then everything that she was doing was like, Hey, we're going to do it all on zoom. <laughs> and so like, there was like a yeah. week of like nothing. And then it was like, Oh, Hey, it's, it, you can do it again. Yeah. And then I, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I can't imagine people who have jobs that like literally just had to overnight transition to this zoom lifestyle. Like, yeah, that's, you know, that's yeah, and she's she uh, is a teacher, and and with with like young kids, <laughs> it's like and they're all on the computer. They're all on the computer, and sometimes they uh-huh. close their laptops <laughs> in the middle of class. <laughs> but um, but they're all they're all doing it. They all sign in and do the thing. <laughs> oh my god, send your wife my best. I think that sounds so hard to like be able to command everyone's attention and not be there. So she is a superstar. <laughs> yeah. She is. She's a sweetheart. I've met her before, and I you know I love your I love your love. I really do on social oh. media. Thank you. They're a cute couple, Ellen. You gotta check them out. <laughs> now I'm curious. Hot couple. Hot couple alert. Uh, that's great. And so you've been writing, right? You've had that's what yeah, you've been up to? Yeah. Um I've been doing a bunch of like different things. Um I had like a uh a, a writing job when the pandemic hit that was supposed to end right around the time, but then a, a remote one was supposed to start like Mm -hmm. (laughs) shortly thereafter. So, um, I have that sort of been going nonstop, like writing for, um, that I wrote for the Tyler Perry's young Dylan on Nickelodeon. And then they were like, Oh, there's more, more episodes. It was like, okay, great. (laughs) Great. I will continue to do that. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So obviously on this podcast, it's called Unemployed, right? So we talk about when you didn't have beautiful writing jobs for buzz yep. buzz, buzzwords like Tyler Perry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, he's a name, but he's also like a, 
I feel like like an entity of Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's like the name almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there are names, but like <laughs> that's like a name. <laughs> you know? I literally heard when like, I guess it was in like April or something when people were like, how will the world restart? Especially in like our, you know, in, in production. And yeah. like someone was like, well, I heard that Tyler Perry is flying everybody who works for him to his like compound yes. in, in somewhere. I forget where it was. South Carolina. In in Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yes, that makes sense. I'm like, South Carolina? No. Um, and they were like, <laughs> man, he's quarantining hundreds of people. And then yeah. they'll all be able to. And I was like, yeah, but he's Tyler Perry. That's a very- <laughs> How know, many of us is he taking? Like, what do I have right. to do to get in a project? <laughs> what What can I do to be on the, <laughs> the yeah. I just want to be on the set, please. Yeah, like, right? Yeah. That One of the things great. he shot, he shot, he shot uh, 19 episodes in four days. <laughs> in four days. I know. What? I don't know how. <laughs> how is that even re- possible? I don't I, understand. Is he knows? human? <laughs> Wait, is each episode like one minute long? No, like, each yeah, episode, be- they're like full half hours. They might be hour longs. I don't know. No, no, that's one take, possible. he's like, we got it. We got it. We got Keep it. Going. <laughs> I brought the best people in. If they can't get this on one take, they're back in the COVID yeah. world. The, the camera wasn't rolling. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> How? He does seem like a superhuman, right? Yeah, he's one of those, yeah. like, they're, like, there are, like, you know, him, like, Ryan Murphy. There are these, like, big showrunner, like, entities that I'm like, they, how do they do it all? Right. Who, who are the people behind them? Who are those assistants who are like, here's your schedule? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Because you know they exist. You know that they happens. Must. Yeah. They must. I used to, I, when I was an assistant, I literally, my boss was like, don't let me get more than, don't let me do more than nine meetings in a day. And I was like, oh, wow. I just can't. What? More than nine? (laughs) I was like, how? Huh? I can't do more than like two. Like I, (laughs) I have a third meeting today. You know, like I can't imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Know where you can. That's important though, I guess, to know what you can handle. You know what I mean? I saw Sarah Silverman once. This is so off subject in like a Q&A at the 92nd Street Y. And I just remember I loved someone was like, how do you do it all? You do stand up comedy. You have TV shows and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I don't do it all at once. She's like, because I'm usually too high. So if I have a show, (laughs) I have that. And if I have to shoot something, that's all I'll do that day. Like, she's like, I will not do more than one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can focus on one thing at a time, period. Yeah. 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 She's like, unless, she's like, I'll just sleep otherwise through it. <laughs> I was like, I, I love that. I can't wait to be famous enough to be like, I'm too high to work right now. <laughs> I don't want your money. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So I want to take it back. I usually like to take it back with my guests to like, what was the first job you ever had? Yeah. That's a great question. I feel like my first official job job was at um, a movie theater. I was at a Regal Cinemas in Ohio. Okay. Um, that's where you like, grew up? Yeah, that's where I grew up. I grew up in Akron, Ohio. Um, but, like, I also did, like, I'm, I mowed lawns. I was, like, m- my friends and I were in, like, a lawn mowing, like, business. Um, and I think that... How old were you? Uh, middle school. And okay. I think that that was, <laughs> I think that that was before working at the movie theater. So that was probably, that was probably my real first. Did you like, com- how many of you guys did this? There were three to five of us. We were called the other guys. I <sighs> haven't talked about, I haven't thought about this. <laughs> since I'm sorry. This then. sounds like your next pilot to be honest. Yeah, we, we were the, honestly, I'm writing it. Thank you. Um, yeah. We were the other guys lawn care. <laughs> yeah. Why are the other guys? You're like we're not norm. We're not like any you know, middle schooler. We're the other guys. But it was that was the point. It was like don't you know don't get you know who you would regularly get. Get the other guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Get the, the ones who haven't really gone through puberty yet. <laughs> we were good long. though. We could we and we had 
I mean, I was fine, but how do you know if you're good? Like straight lines, <laughs> straight lines. It's about those straight lines. If the lines are crooked, then, you know, then you've messed up, you know, and we would do, we would mow and we would also trim hedges and stuff, you know? So it was about like being geometrically pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff. I love how you, you blocked this out until now. I fully, I fully forgot this happened. <laughs> you're you so Hollywood. Yeah. You're too Hollywood. Like I, I re- now I remember where I came from. <laughs> the hedges of Ohio. Yeah, the hedges. Uh. <laughs> Wait, that's great. So did people hire you or were you guys just doing like your own parents' houses? Um, No, we... <laughs> We exactly. Uh, yes, we did our our families, but then we did have like we had clients. <laughs> like, <laughs> we would go to other and I and I imagine I can't remember now if the my friend Joel, his dad also would. I can't remember if he was ever there or involved. Anyway, I've I've mowed lawns for a lot of people now that I'm thinking about it. My. <laughs> My high school girlfriend, her her dad had a a long mowing business, and I and I worked for him as well. Like once the other guys dissolved, wow, that was I transitioned to. Oh, you <laughs> to, had the resume. They were like, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> that I was love undeniable. This. this is great. Did you listen to music while you did it? Was it like cathartic at all? You know, I I recall listening to music like when I would mow like my own lawn, but I don't know if I did when I was like out with with the the other guys because <laughs> and I and I feel like we probably wanted to I like don't recall doing it because we probably wanted to be able to communicate with each other, you know, be a little yeah. bit more like available to <laughs> to talk to each other so the music would be distracting. I love this. This is a beautiful background. I I'm I'm also very fascinated by middle schoolers who are entrepreneurs and come up with a business. That's- yeah, I mean Joel who I who I mentioned before, he was like the mastermind behind it. He was like we got to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have to have a business and we made money and it was it was good yeah we're in seventh grade now we're gonna have to take girls out on dates we better make some cash exactly that was exactly the motivation behind it and honestly and we went on i took i you know my mom would drop me off at a (laughs) (laughs) and then you'd take a girl out for a date yes exactly (laughs) that's really funny uh in middle school i did i did have one little business i sold pogs Wow. I don't know if we're the same age, but do you remember Pogs? Of course I remember Pogs. <laughs> and and <I> that's... <laughs> Did you make bank doing that? Because Probably not. I remember <laughs> there was some sort of hybrid. My my brother and I were like, well, we should do a lemonade stand and like, you know, buy a cup of lemonade, give a slammer. Get some Pogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good business. <laughs> But I remember like you, seeing pods. I was like, I can pods. I could get. I can make these. These are fucking cardboard. Oh, and you made them yourself. You, yes, wait, you did see. you make them yourself? Okay, so yeah. you <laughs> sold like personal. <laughs> what was the brand? Do you? I mean, you've probably talked about this. Already, I don't know. Right? I never talked about my <laughs> oh, pods. <wow. laughs> I don't think I have. But I don't, the don't think I've there was a name. It. Really, I don't think there was a name. I, and I don't even know what we did it on. Probably like boxes from shit that was like shipped <laughs> to the house. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know p- computer paper. I was like, this works. It's a pog. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So you're in Ohio. You're mowing lawns. Did you do that until you left Ohio? Or no? I I the only other job outside of the movie theater that I had in Ohio. And oh, right, I, the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I I would do little. I was on. I I did get little paychecks to do. Um, I, I did a little bit of acting as a kid to do okay. like like local like TV, and I Ooh. I remember my first like big paycheck I bought big, so it was enough to buy this. So everyone have an idea of how much money it was. <laughs> uh, a, I bought um, Super Mario sixty four, like and the system, like the no game. no no the the game. Okay, so it was like probably a hundred dollars because I bought that. And like one other game, and it was like, ooh, my paycheck. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> From acting too. From acting, and then the only Fancy. other job I had in Ohio was um, I worked uh, at Build a Bear, and I worked at Build a Bear, uh, yeah, for a lot for a long time because I transferred to the Build a Bear uh, the 
I guess they called it the flagship the Fifth in, Ave. In, on Fifth Ave. And they were like, and they they wanted to make sure that I knew that this is New York. This isn't Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they yeah. They said that to me. And I was like, okay, it's just bigger. It's the same thing. <laughs> like, uh, this yeah, is. Yeah, but fun. I bet the people were monsters here. No, it was the same. Like, like people everywhere, like, either really want their bears or are like or or like having a good time with their kid like that's what people do at build a bear you know wow. like no one it, you know it wasn't like it wasn't like these are the oh the new york people the most new york thing that happened was um a a, a family came in that spoke sp- spanish mm-hmm. you know like like i wasn't getting that in ohio you know right. like people people coming in that like only spoke spanish and there was um it was that was a, it was a really fun moment for me remembering from high school Spanish the like three <laughs> words that I knew um like they were trying to pick between a tiger and a teddy bear and I knew I can't remember I don't know what the word is now but I knew what it was at the time right. and I could I could discern that but there was thankfully someone like tra- translating and like I can't remember what bear is in Spanish I even took Spanish in college too you'd think something would stick I don't Right Helen, are you looking it up? What's bear in Spanish? I want to say like oh, I'm losing. So, oh, something like that. Oh, so <laughs> ojos? No, that's eyes. People, it's fine. Wow, <laughs> I have so many Spanish-speaking fans of the pod. They're all gonna just sign off right now. They're yeah, like, they're gonna be like, I can't believe. And honestly, I'm I, apo- I apologize that I <laughs> have now forgotten. But it was a very like exciting moment for me because I was like wow I retained a tiny thing from that class that's nice that's nice my mom we went to Spain together and literally any uh anywhere we went she majored in Spanish which is a joke she's who majors in Spanish she's a dentist (laughs) she remembers nothing and she was like I got it and she'd get in the car and be like por favor puedo ir and you know the cab drivers are always like yeah I I speak English lady (laughs) right don't even try and she's like don't do it no necesito hablar I'm like mom (laughs) I'm sorry for yeah I'm like he's speaking better English than you like just (laughs) give it up oh man wait I'm fascinated by Build-A-Bear how long were you there in Ohio I was there I feel like okay oh I feel like it was a while because I did it in Ohio. I think I think I did it in Ohio for a year, okay, uh, or two two years because I was at a school in Ohio my first year of college and would do it on not the weekends because I was far too far away, but like I still did it like summers and on breaks and right. stuff. Um, and then when I transferred to New York, I think I only did it in New York for a year. I don't think I stayed for two. But that's a long for too long. I mean time with the company yeah yeah i was there for a long time um (laughs) i'm remembering so many dumb things (laughs) i love it because it's like almost i have the i mean i was too old for build a build a bears came out you know when i was done i guess here's the thing you're never too old for a build a bear (laughs) you do still work for them (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'm a spokesperson um (laughs) that's the thing you learn when you work at a build a bear is you're never too old for a build a bear you should really get them to sponsor your (laughs) podcast if they don't i should they don't back to black man can't can't (laughs) put by build a bear But it's like the American Girl doll thing where it's like, hey, let's make everything human that humans yeah. have in tiny, <laughs> tiny yeah. size. Right. Yeah. It was really amazing. And you and the, yeah, they had all kinds of different, you know, occupations, all kinds <laughs> of different outfits. So many accessories. You would put a little heart in them and you can put a little message in them. And you better believe for for those three years. Build-A-Bear gifts were, <laughs> I was giving, mad Build-A-Bear gifts. Oh, yeah. Everybody in your family has a Build-A-Bear. Everybody got a Build-A-Bear. <gasps> and, I, and, I, and I believed, and I still do believe this, obviously. I've been talking about how you're never too old for a Build-A-Bear. But I was like, this is great. I, like, loved <laughs> giving them as gifts, too. Like, that's nice. Well, they're personalized, yeah. so that's right. kind of fun to do, right? Right. I have a personalized Funko that Ellen Ellen knows about this from HQ. Okay. You get a Funko as your one year anniversary present. I would okay. never buy a Funko, but because it's me with glasses, I'm like, it's, 
I love exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's, I don't know. There's something really nice about that. And like the thought that like, you know, someone took the time to, you know, put it together, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Did anyone ever return a bear? They're like, this bear sucks. Like people this- returned bears. Yeah. Wow. People returned bears. Were you just um, like, what a cold hearted person you are? <laughs> yeah. But it's also like that's the other thing too. It's like a, it is personal, but then what happens if you don't <laughs> I you don't like that person anymore or you don't want anything to do with it? Or if they're, I, it's their own. I feel like I right. um, I'm sorry, not the right thing. this doesn't look like me take the eyes out but (laughs) (laughs) wow do you still get a discount do you get build a bear for life uh no absolutely not no oh man yeah they i'm sure they've forgotten about me i'm sure they don't know i exist anymore (laughs) now they're gonna know they're gonna know we're gonna tag them in this i got to la through a transfer from a restaurant Well, see, and that's the thing about it. It's the, it's so when it can happen, it's so wonderful. It's so it's, nice. It's, it's so nice to be able to be like, oh, I have that in this place, in this new place that I, you know, don't know anything else about. At least I have this one little anchor yeah. kind of thing. I know? always say that, like, especially on this podcast, I'm like, don't move here, don't move to New York or L.A., any major city, without. Uh, any job because like getting there and like <laughs> setting up your life and then like being like all right i got a, I got a home now how do i work is just like it's the worst it's too much yeah yeah <laughs> i literally walked in a store today and and i asked a question and the girl was she panicked i was in soho she panicked and she's like hold on and she's like looking through the books and she's like i'm new here and i thought like Damn, like also during COVID, like you're new and you're you're the only one in this little store. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I couldn't imagine. That's so scary for a I lot know. of for so many reasons. <laughs> I know. Frightening for so many reasons. I know, it really was. All right, so you quit Build a Bear, right? Or did it yeah. end sour? I <laughs> um no, I think it was like uh uh I might have ghosted them. Did I ghost them? Wow. I'm a ghoster. I'm a job ghoster. You're a job <laughs> ghoster? I, Is that like I, you're scheduled yeah. to work and then you just don't show up? I, I, there's, it's, it's possible I did that. <gasps> yeah. But I feel I've like never you're such a responsible. I've never openly admitted this before. I know. I've never openly admitted this before, but like I have g- ghosted jobs before. You're and still think- on the fucking schedule in 10 on I, yeah, Fifth Ave. They're like, James <laughs> is still not here. He's and I think, I think I was able to still work at the one in Ohio after ghosting um, New York. I think that actually did happen. You must have really <laughs> known how to build a bear. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could build, I could, you know. <laughs> Six months later, you're like, knock, knock. They're like, he's back. Let him build. <laughs> Let him build the bears. It's, I, yeah, I <gasps> can't believe I'm openly saying this out loud on a podcast about unemployment that I've got. <laughs> yeah, they're going to hate you. Usually I know. people and are I, like, I got fired, but. You did it I, so you wouldn't get fired. You were like, yeah, that was probably, you know, because it was like, I don't know what was happening because I needed money for so long in New York. So like to ghost a job is like the most insane <laughs> thing. Like, like just to, like for how poor I was the entire time I was in New York, like mm-hmm. until I and how poor I was my first year or two out, out here. I'm still poor, but you know I'm what I'm saying? I'm still poor too. Yeah. I'm like, I've been here forever. I it's, don't know when it's, I'll. It's, it's, it, it was, it's insane for me to, to openly admit this or to have even this be a reality for myself. But, um, but yeah. It's okay. Like this I, is a safe space. I, th- thank you. <laughs> um, and then, and then I don't know what happened. Like I had a bunch of, um, I had internships while I was in school. Um, I kept trying to work, uh, like in, the office I kept trying to work like in the theater office there was like all kinds of like work study jobs I was trying uh-huh. to get um but they just they did they just didn't happen I feel like the next job I got because I remember still being in school while having this you is, were in I, school in New York at this point school in New York at this for point. theater mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and I know. I, I know he likes musical theater LA. I love musical theater i know something something i was withholding is i literally submitted a treatment for a build-a-bear musical to the to like the head (laughs) 
to like I I managed to get it to the head of build a bit. Like no. I said, oh, you know I did, and it that was, would be please. a thing. I feel like that would be like a great like an off Broadway show. Yeah, it should have been. Um, I think they ended up doing like a, they eventually ended up doing like like little cartoons here and there, and they might still be doing stuff. I don't know. Does Bill Bear st- it still exists? I don't right? know. It's still a thing. Haven't built um, one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yes, I went to school for theater in in New York. And, um, yeah, tried to do, like, work-study stuff, but that never panned out. I think, I feel like the first job that I ended up getting was, um, and I did this for a number of years, but was, like, I flyered. I, I flyered in Times uh-huh. Square, like, four shows. Um, um, you know, so I, I... Chicago the Musical, you wore, like, red I tights. I never did that. I was never <laughs> one of the tight-wearing um, uh, people. I love uh, those. You know their I, whole hometown thinks they're in Chicago, the musical. I mean, but honestly, you are. they treat it that way. Like, when you get hired to work those jobs, they, like, talk about how important you are to the show and, like, how you're a member of the team. Like, I met... You're representing the whole company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I met the producer of Drowsy Chaperone, whose name is escaping me. But, okay. like, I, they, they were like, we want you to meet him you know like when i when i got hired to like pass out flyers for that wow. it was like this is crazy <laughs> like <laughs> i shouldn't talk to him like I'm not, did you bring I'm your just, build-a-bear outline I, and you were like hello hello <laughs> sir uh, please um no no i oh man that was your end <laughs> i gave up on that the second they stopped talking to me about they were like we're they were like we're working on you know some you know uh accompanying media and so like we're good like thank you it's <laughs> like do wow. what you do best build just <laughs> yeah. build yeah stick to stick to what you know <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's so funny so you met the drowsy was he like I'm so impressed with your flyering work would you like to sing in the I show <laughs> no no there was none of that but um, but you know it was nice to like get to meet him and uh, and I did yeah I I fired for that show and I fired for well when well was was playing I think Legally Blonde I fired for I fired for a bunch of like cool. different shows for a long did time. you get free tickets to the shows yeah I got to see I definitely saw I remember seeing Drowsy Chaperone I saw a bunch of I later sold merch and I saw a bunch of shows when I sold merch i saw memphis i saw too many (laughs) it's all like it's all blurring together and i'm realizing that i broadway when you say this and you're like i sold i'm like i'm there in the lobby like i miss broadway that is (laughs) why i like live in new york city is to like see those shows and fuck (laughs) i don't know that we'll ever get broadway back i'm having that moment we will we will we We will, will right we're too um we're too resilient. We refuse we we're too stubborn. We refuse to not we will do a show. Yeah. <laughs> when you're back in New York, when you come back, you see a lot of theater. Um I my wife sees way more theater than I do. Really? Um, like way more. She uh Did she like, do theater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's we how both you met. met yeah, studying acting at Marymount Manhattan, which is where mm-hmm. um and she I start to get, I have now become like, I'm sort of a jaded theater watcher now. So I don't watch it as much as she does. Um, uh, but but like, I'll watch it now and I'll be like, what are they doing that I wasn't doing? <laughs> you know, like I, I look at every, every actor, regardless of <laughs> gender, race, right. anything, age. I'm just like, what is it that they're doing that I wasn't doing? That's so weird you say that. I feel like when I see a show and someone has like a really good performance and stuff, like I'll cry. Like I'll like, I'll get really choked up. Even like in the beginning of it, not a sad part or anything. And it's like that theater thing in me. Like I thought I would be doing that already. Yeah. You know, I'm fine not doing theater right now. You know, like you move on to other things and you're like, oh yeah, that was fun. And I and I I see more theater now actually in California, which is insane. <laughs> but we, be, you know, one of the things that I forced my wife to move basically. But one of the things we weren't concerned about was that's another episode. I'm sorry, she yeah, can come we can on. Talk and about I... that. That's, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Um, but we like got a subscription and now we see a ton of theater all the time. Out That's here, so. cool. Yeah. That's nice. I, I said the other day, I was like, I imagine the only like Broadway right now can be the Hollywood Bowl, like the outdoor yeah, yeah. theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't With every show sitting? <laughs> yeah. Every Broadway show just goes and does like a week at the Hollywood Bowl <laughs> just to keep there, you know, keep it up. Just to- yeah. In New York, the Delacorte just gets overcrowded yeah. like <laughs> yeah the shows all have to be there now oh my god i forgot about the delacour i haven't seen shakespeare in the park i guess in two years i don't know i saw it last year i love going the, to shakespeare the, in the park much ado, it was much, much ado, ado last about year, nothing right? yeah when yeah, they turned yeah, it into I, musical i saw that yeah. i saw that was it a musical one of them was oh my a god no maybe it was um did i, I see it of Mid- <laughs> midsummer uh Help me. I'm thinking <laughs> Midsummer Night Stream. Yeah. That right. was a musical. Okay. I might be wrong. You know, but I, also Much Ado might have been a musical and I'm like not remembering it correctly. <laughs> you know what was a musical that I saw there? Into the Woods. That was definitely that a musical. That was a musical. Mm-hmm. That yes. I saw at the Delacorte in case the Delacorte <laughs> comes at me. <laughs> so, Okay. I love knowing this. So that was your survival job, build a bear, right? For a while. Yeah, and then you ghosted them because you're way too cool now. Yeah. Exactly. And what were you, were you making enough money doing like improv at UCB? No, no, no. At this point, I wasn't even, to- at this point, I wasn't even at UCB yet. Okay. Like I think the flyering was, was oh, right. what I was getting by um, doing. And I, were you I auditioning that- at this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was auditioning and not booking. Mm. <laughs> um, Honey, uh, music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was auditioning at the time. Um, and I, you know, and I think I also started doing mer- merch was really helpful. And I also worked front of house at second stage. I think in 2009 would have been the year after after school. And I was like... I was doing, I was front of house at second stage. I was doing merch. I did merch at the Delacorte. Um, um, and I did, and I was doing flyering. And those were, uh, it was a variety of jobs. I love I was, how immersed in the theater world you are. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I was like, I was like, if I can't be on stage, I'll work, I'll do this. I'll work these jobs. Wow. Yeah. I, did, I knew you loved theater every so often. You'll like, t- you, I remember on Facebook or somewhere you tweeted or you wrote about, uh, you're in town and you like wanted yeah. and then remember I like DM'd you I was like wait you you yeah. like you <laughs> like you're in town hold on I, I did <laughs> I did that show uh, yeah. huge fit and then I was like it's fun to find the other like musical theater nerds in the UCB world you're like wait hold on <laughs> you're, <laughs> right <laughs> you're one of me you're, you, you like this <laughs> yeah like y- I know not- we do improv and, co- and sketch <laughs> but you unironically like musicals <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, all right. So you're in that world. You worked at the Delacour. I'm like, I'm like, you should actually know if that was a musical or not. There. I know. I just don't <laughs> remember. I just. Don't, I know someone sang in it, but I just don't remember it. I don't remember it feeling like it was like, oh, this is a musical now. You know. Yeah. It was the all black. Ca- it was an all black cast, and that was something that was not all black, but it was predominantly black cast, and that was something that was uh, significant about it. Um, and uh, it's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yell at you anymore. No, it's fine. I just <laughs> now. I just feel bad that I'm. <laughs> that I'm missing gonna Google break. it after and be like, "All oh, right, all that- right, it was Whoa. this." <laughs> yeah. All right. So when did you make the switch? Because you obviously became an actor. Uh, right. Well, I was, you know, tr- trying to do it. I'm still trying to do it. I'm still not. I don't right. consider myself <laughs> a successful actor yet, but. Um, uh, well, you yeah, do I everything. Mean, you have to do everything. Right, you probably right. learned. You were probably like me. You moved to New York and you think, well, I'm studying theater. I'll be on Broadway. Right. <laughs> I'll be on Broadway immediately. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll be good. I, I wanted to do, I actually wanted to do, there was a second city in New York briefly. Um, okay. And when I went to school, I wanted to also do that. But then it, it disbanded and then I got like scared. I like didn't want to do comedy. Comedy kind of like scared me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I sort of like kept pushing the theater thing and that it just wasn't working. I did a, I did a couple plays um, here and there. Um, uh, and I, and I like, I did some, I did summer stock in Maine and, and, um, and in Vermont and, uh, and, 
and it was like cool you know i played some fun roles yeah um uh but then at around the time of i think it was 2011 or so so a few a few years after school i would like started doing like ucb and stuff um and I can't remember what work I had at the time, like, because I in, I interned at the People's Improv Theater, mm-hmm. and 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 then that eventually became a job. Uh, but I feel like I was just like trying to uh, make ends meet, like still kind of doing front of house stuff. Um, you know, I the, somewhere in there I had a full time job for a year, okay, uh, working for a marketing company a digital marketing company until you ghosted um, them until i no i i, <laughs> I quit i qu- i quit them to do i like actually told you know told them and put in a notice and wow like i quit them to do i know cra- it was very unlike me i was gonna say <laughs> were you in therapy at the time and they were like no james still They're like you gotta be a human <laughs> Um, but it was like a whole thing because they almost, I was working there part time and they almost didn't hire me because they could tell, like in my interview, the way that I talked, they almost didn't hire me full time. The way that I talked about it was like, I'm an actor and like I kept so, sort of saying, like, I'll probably only be here for a year without saying it like that. But like right. over the next year, I don't see anything happening, like kind of that kind of thing. And then I ended up leaving in a year, like <laughs> in exactly a year, I ended up leaving. Yeah. Um, That's hard. I always say when we have people who are performers or whatever, I'm like, you have to hide it in any interview. You have to. Yeah, you can't even say. uh, (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't write creatively. I write emails. I'm good at. Yeah. It's so fucking annoying that you can't just be like, no, I don't want to do this job forever. I want to pay my fucking rent and get cast in something and ghost you. That's what I want. (laughs) (laughs) It was what I wanted, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got in, you were working at the People's Improv Theater, the pit, mm-hmm. if you guys know New York comedy schools. Yeah. I was an intern there first, and then I became a night manager and a cleaner. I like, I would clean during the day. I was a night manager at night. I think I was there for like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit more. Um, were you around, doing both stuff at UCB there. and at the pit? Yeah, I was I was taking classes at both places. Um but I wasn't I I wasn't performing at UCB. I think I think I might have started performing at UCB like maybe the last year that I was working at the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, um but I was sort of I was trying to actually like focus on the pit and and try to get some s- stuff going there, but it wasn't like I just sort of wasn't their bag when it came to. I auditioned for like sketch stuff okay. here and there, and they it, they just weren't. <laughs> they were really? Like, no, thank-. They were like, "No, thank you." That's <laughs> so I was weird. Like, okay, that's fine. I know so many people though who like say you know from the comedy world who are like, "Yeah, you know, UCB never." I mean, they didn't like me. I auditioned for many years to be yeah. on Maud and. And Harold and I guess they just didn't care. And then I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just do my own thing. I don't need to put my eggs all in one basket. But but then at the pit, I had a show that ran for two years and they were very nice to me. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what it is. You know, it's like what it is about. Because it's really just, it's only a few people that are like making the decisions. So it's like, it's just who are we clicking with, right? And like, you know. Um, but yeah, the, it it was, I, I still did stuff at the pit. I still would like put up a show here, here and there, but I was never like, I was never like on a team or, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, me neither. Uh, and look at where we are now. Look at us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in my apartment for the sixth month in a row. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I am. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I want to know. Okay. So I want to know how astronomy club kind of like all happened because I yeah. feel like this is probably, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this like the biggest job I would say that you got getting a Netflix TV show that's a pretty major step I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's it it is. I mean it's it's um we the 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 group we all got together to audition to be like an all black house team at UCB. Right. I forgot um, they changed it where you could now audition as a team. It used yeah, to just be 
and there was like two or three years of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we were. I think we were the last year where they were like, "Cool, this can happen." And then after that, they were like, "We're not doing this anymore." <laughs> um, but we got together. We auditioned. Um, it was there was a. F- different iterations of astronomy club like i went back and looked at like all the emails and like there was one group of people that like never that didn't go on to be performers and then we had like uh some like you know like a couple practices and stuff you know before becoming the core eight and um and like you know we performed at ucb for a year as a house team and then Mm -hmm. another year with a sketch show um and and we used those sketches to, um, uh, to we 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 were at Comedy Central Comics to watch, and we um, got to film sketches after doing that. Like, there's something about like you can you can go on and then do a sketch after you're in Comedy Central's coming to watch. But we ended right. up doing uh, a, a a full uh, digital series, which had like ended up having six sketches in it. This story is much longer, but I feel like. <laughs> Okay, I really want to talk about it too because Keisha was one of, was my second guest on this podcast, mm-hmm. and it was oh god, it was a long time ago when we recorded it, and she wasn't allowed to say like where the show ended up. Like you guys, it was coming out on Netflix, but she wasn't allowed to say. So we she ha- wasn't allowed to say it yet. Okay. Yeah, and like it's funny <laughs> because if you go back <laughs> when you go listen to that episode, no, but she's just like so the whole time. I think I'm like oh, so HBO starring Keisha. Like I just make up right, shit. and then it was like huge, and it came out on Netflix. And she was like, it was like a week later, and she was like, I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but all right. So this is, but it's it's. Interesting, I think, to especially for people in entertainment, to see how long of a process it actually takes to get yeah there. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was long, and there's um, you know, like the the Netflix process itself was very quick. Like we right. we pitched we pitched the show, wrote it, shot it, and it was all delivered in under a year. Like all of yeah. that happened in under a year, but. You know, it's all it. It's all connected. Like, had had we not, uh, presumably, the six sketches that we did for Comedy Central were a backdoor pilot for a potential Comedy Central show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So There, you know, if it, it either took less than a year or it took you know three years because Comedy Central was like a two year, <laughs> you know, yeah, a whole a two year process, and then you know, and then the team was obviously together for a couple years before that. So, um, but it was it. Yeah, it was it was really wild and and um and like really great for the team to be able to take that step. Like it felt really good to be like it was already crazy to shoot the sketches for Comedy Central that we had been doing live. Like that yeah. was so wild to like we're normally just dressed in all black and sitting on wooden chairs on a black stage, you know. <laughs> And then now in we're a in full in a basement, right? <laughs> and now we're in like full like garb that like is appropriate for the time period, and you know, and we're in a set, and there's extras. There, oh, there are other people in this room, you know, like this wild sort of yeah. uh, thing that we that I ha- that I had never imagined, you know. Um, so it was really cool to get to to do, and the and the and being able to write the show and and write the show and be co EPs and like being able to have that role on a show was really uh, it was a really great learning experience for me, and it was really you know moving to to see where the t- how the team had progressed. Hell yeah! I thought I just remember seeing that come out. I was like, oh my god, like. I would watch you guys at UCB, literally, yeah. and those shitty ass seats in that basement. And now you're on fucking Netflix. That's the dream. Yeah. That's the coolest thing. And Netflix, if you're listening, you should definitely pick them back up. Or I mean, I can mean, you? <laughs> yeah. Please, that, Netflix. That, that's not cool. Netflix, that's not cool. <laughs> I told Ellen yesterday, did you watch some of their show yesterday or something? I was like, I said like, oh, James is on Astronomy Club. Have you seen I the like, show? I binge watched a bunch of episodes this morning, <laughs> wow, actually. thank you. I couldn't stop. It was so good. Thank yeah. you. So w- when you pitched it, was there like time until you found out that they were like green lighting your show? Were you guys, or were you in the room and they're like, we love it. Let's um, shoot. There was, there was time. I want to say, 
a month or two. I the last time I had told this story on a podcast, Jonathan Braylock yelled at me. <laughs> well, he's he not here for telling it wrong. <laughs> he's um, not here. He's our guest in an hour. No, <laughs> but it was. Oh gosh, uh, but it was because um, because we had pitched we had pitched to Comedy Central in the fall, and they held on to it for a long time, and then eventually passed. Um, uh, and then we had, we, and then we pitched to Netflix and then it was like a thing of like, I feel like a month or two passed for them to be like, yes, we're doing it. Or, or they said yes pretty quickly, but then contracts took a couple months, but it was all, it felt like it was all going pretty quick. And there was this whole, like I, my wife and I had just moved to LA, one of the, th- oh my God, <laughs> we, we had just moved to LA in January of last year. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that almost stopped us from moving was pitching astronomy club. I was like, oh, maybe we should, <laughs> like, maybe we stay in case. Um, and th- and what ended up happening was I feel like we pitched in, we pitched in February. We found out, yeah, we found out that we were doing it in um, April. Okay. And then uh, April or early may and then it kept being like uh we're gonna start next week uh we're, we start in three weeks you know like it was like we don't right. we didn't know when we we're gonna start um and we shot in uh we wrote in new york so i ended up having to leave my wife who had just <laughs> m- you made her to- move to la and you're like oh <laughs> bye sorry <laughs> sorry i'm going back to new york yeah <laughs> um uh, uh but it was like a two-month writing process uh uh, and then and then we came back and we shot the show in LA. Right. So cool. Do you have a favorite sketch that you guys that you I did? I mean, so my my favorite sketch is is my cat Williams <laughs> sketch because it's my oldest character that I've done and like that exact sketch like I had been I had had with me for years. I think maybe 6 years yeah. before you know and then and then got to to film it um did but you do it at jfl when you went to jfl i did i did oh, it at JFL. Cool. yeah yeah um i and yeah and i just um and i mean i i love i love so many of the sketches though you know like so so many of them like really tickle me and everybody has a moment that makes me cry laugh when I <laughs> yeah you know, like, you know what I cried laughed at Monique's uh music video the, yeah. the all over the world one what was that music video um okay so that's the Fifi song um it was so international funny. boy and what yes. was so funny about about that was we like when she pitched it it was like oh we were all excited about it but I it felt like um uh, Dan was the the head writer was like oh I, I think we have to like see it we have to like hear it for you know like there was like a little bit of like hesitation and then like sure. three days later you know when we did the reading of it it was just <laughs> like so killer <laughs> like, so funny it, it was so good um, uh, and so yeah and the, all the Missy sort of references and stuff like lo- yeah it's so funny to me <laughs> yeah definitely all right so you have this Netflix show come out. I remember you guys had a huge premiere. You were like officially yeah. on top of the world. It was the coolest thing to it watch. It was so cool. There were billboards and stuff. Billboard, it was like yeah. really fun. It, it was, was a awesome. really good time. It was like the first TV. I was like, I know a lot of these people on this show. Like it was, <laughs> it was so cool to watch. And like, I'm so happy that happened for all of you. Yeah. And I feel like, especially for you, I feel like it really launched like your next few like writing jobs yeah, at least. Yeah. And like gigs. It's been it's it, all of them you can sort you can trace them all back to like you know like doing astronomy club and then you know and then doing sketch on all that and then doing young De- like it literally is just like oh <laughs> one after yeah. the other kind of a domino kind of effect so how was all that is this so fun i mean it was a dream a complete and we dream. grew up on all that and then yeah. to be like that's a job i have is like yeah that's so I, fun it was really wild. And they like do like, they were like, they, there were impressions on the original, uh, all that, but they were like really excited about doing them for, for now. So like getting to write impressions for the kid, like writing sketches that are impressions, sketches for the kids was so fun. 
um, and like getting to meet original all that cast members and and writers and yeah and, yeah it was really really did great. the kids love you do you guys like did you interact with the kids I yeah oh yeah we're best friends all of us Aww, <laughs> all of that's us are best so friends cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I have to I'm best you. friends with sixteen year olds um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's so great do you have any advice for anyone who's trying to like get into this business, especially in comedy writing, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, my uh, my typical answer for this that I've been saying lately, which is is is, is um, don't be afraid of the internet, but I don't think people are as afraid of the internet as I was, you know what I, I mean? Watched, I just watched that, what is it, The Social Dilemma? Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that'll scare you off the internet. <laughs> right, but don't be afraid of the internet. Don't. Don't watch The Social Dilemma and think. <laughs> you- yeah, I was scared for a little, then I went on my phone and fell asleep, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, because just, you know, sort of like, you know, giving, having an online presence is not all you need, but I do think that it is, I do think it's important in all areas. Like, it's important for writing, it's important if you're acting, Um you know, and if you can, you know, be if you're trying to produce, if you're producing videos that go online or whatever, just that's that's my that's my main advice, be, you know, and, you know, and I think like my whole thing is like you have your own lane, like everybody has their own lane. It's not about what other people are doing. It's about what you're doing. Yeah. And so those are my those are my two. Social <laughs> media makes it so hard to not compare yourself like I know it's you need, <laughs> you need people to tell you that like do not look at other people doing similar really, things there yeah. you do have your own lane and it's I mean like even for you I feel like you know 10 years ago when you were working merch at a Broadway theater you probably didn't think like what if I write for all that one yeah day? Like, I, ne- I never thought that would happen and I don't even know if I ever thought that writing would be my primary uh, employment for like any number of years, you know, and yeah, it has like the la- I've only been really writing for the last like few years, apart I've, from acting in astronomy club. But I was gonna say, I feel like the same way. I didn't think writing would get me ahead, and it it has in so many. And like, you can't be closed off to it. You don't just yeah. It's hard to just move somewhere and be like, I'm just an actor or I'm yeah. just a singer. I just <laughs> right. cares. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I did do that. And that <laughs> I think yeah, that did get me that pretty interview. far. You nailed that interview. You were like, this is all I want to do the rest of my life. I want to build these fucking bears and cheer up families. <laughs> um, all right. So I wanted to read, we've been getting all these crazy job stories. Um, this is a good one. Are you ready for this? I don't know. (laughs) All right. This is from Larissa. Larissa sent this story in. Larissa worked at a hotel that was pretty dead during the fall end of season. She was working a late shift with her manager and they heard a noise in a pitch black closet. uh, Oh, no, a pitch black black closed gift shop. And this is what they found. And I'm going to show you this picture. Oh, no. How dare you? (laughs) For those of you who are not uh, watching this video right now, it's two dolls. This is why I thought this was great, because you worked in Build-A-Bear, and I bet these dolls frequented that store. Uh, No. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. That Also, knives and loaves of bread (laughs) fell off the counter in the kitchen when there was no possible way for them to without some someone touching them they would hear footsteps in the dining areas of the hotel when no one was there it was a creepy place but larissa loved it (laughs) (laughs) like the dolls oh were there any creepy build-a-bear dolls that like you know uh, came out at night was this like a toy story you know (laughs) Well, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Chucky. <laughs> well, first of all, that was the premise of the musical was that the bears were, you know, would come alive. But um, yeah, yeah. But that makes sense. There were the only the creepiest thing that would happen with Build a Bear is you could put the voice, you know, you could put the voice inside uh, the voice box inside of the Build a Bear, and so like sometimes you would get a voice that sounded <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, like this is God. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's definitely some sort of otherworldly sound. So we would get stuff like that. Could you record them? 
Um, yeah, well, it was typically, you know, like the, whatever the customer w- wanted to do. But like, yeah, like we, you could record, you know, you could record one of those. I would get fired for that. I would be like, <laughs> hey, it's me, your bear. Suck my dick. <laughs> Just out. Get her out. Yes, that would admit you would. That's immediate termination. <laughs> yeah, maybe I would have done it and then ghosted them. You know, I'm learning okay. from the best. Okay, all right. <laughs> But you would never ghost a writing job now, right? Oh my gosh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ghost a writing job. <laughs> I mean, you probably can. And that was the problem, I think, you know, and that's the thing that I'm ashamed of. But it was like, you know, like I I actually even, I very much remember being really thankful for uh, for like getting a, a, a flyering job after like being unemployed for a while and like, but then, you know, and then also ghosting that job, you know what I mean? <laughs> they really should teach in school, like how to properly quit a job. <laughs> yes. And, and, and that it's okay. And it happens. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Because, because honestly my whole thing was, and I still have issues with confronting uh, scary stuff things you know like confronting like disappointing someone Sure. <laughs> you know? like I if I think I'm gonna disappoint someone that's still something that I am currently dealing with uh, mentally but <laughs> <laughs> I get it yeah yeah and you were like god they're gonna miss me so much here I just don't I don't even want to break the news <laughs> yeah you know I you know, I'm on the schedule and so what would it mean if I if if I told them I can't work. You wow. Know? We have the opposite thing. Cause there were two jobs I had that I quit, but while I was quitting, you know, I practiced too. I wrote something down. And then when I went in to quit, they were like, yeah, it's not working out for us either. I'm like, no, you're not allowed to fire me. Yeah, I'm you can't. quitting. <laughs> this is my I... two week notice. I'm like, we don't need two weeks. We're good. I'm like, no. no, I'm being the, I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> Let uh... me work two weeks. <laughs> Anyway. Wow. But you're very dedicated <laughs> in your relationship. I know that I with you am. since I met you. You've been together how long? We've been together, oh my God, 12, 13 years. I Holy shit. <laughs> and he hasn't ghosted her yet. So you know what? You are a gentleman and we yes. applaud that. <laughs> yes. I would never ghost in a relationship. That just, just I a- could, I'll, I'll ghost a job that I feel like I don't. <laughs> I'll ghost a job that I'm like, I just can't anymore. You know what I mean? But yeah, I would like, never. You have a heart. You're just a professional <laughs> ghost. <laughs> well, thanks for admitting that. You know, that was huge. I can't so... believe I did, honestly. <laughs> I just felt like I was talking and then suddenly we were there, you know? <laughs> we you were specifically there. asked the question, like, and then what did you, how did you leave? <laughs> and then I was like, well, I have to. Well, yeah, you know, we love talking about if you got fired, if, <laughs> if you quit, you know, we've had crazy stories I did here. Get, I mean, I've been fired from jobs, which I'm glad we didn't get to talk about those. <laughs> Is there anyone you want to mention or before? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not the most punctual. <laughs> so well, this is my that. fault. I'm not the most punctual. Me so neither. I have, I have indeed been fired for being like, bro, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> then just don't come, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I actually didn't. I didn't ghost that last flyering, flyering job. It was <laughs> like, they were like, they said, don't. They were like, no, just don't even. <laughs> They were like, we don't, it's a little weird what's going on with you. And it was like, no, it's not weird. I'm living my life. You're like, I I just showered. I'm ready for work. We're like, you're three hours late. (laughs) (laughs) That may be the case, but if I'm communicative, then that's not grounds for firing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you tell someone you're going to be three hours late, then they can't fire you. That's sure. Yeah, that that's a rule. Uh, That's how I see it. Okay. I mean, I used to tell my old day job, you know, I'd be late an hour late. And I was like, that six train. And they're like, we took the same six train. <laughs> it's fine today. And I was like, no, no, it, not mine. Well, you must have been on a better sick passenger. You know, I'd pull out all you, the stops. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> there was a sick passenger. Then it was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky I made it in. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, most of my jobs ended that way. Now that I think of, I'm having, now I'm having PTSD of all the times I quit jobs and they were like, yeah, well, we were going to fire you today. Anyway. 
I really hate realizing that reality. <laughs> of- <laughs> it's all right. Well, now you're employed. You're doing well. You're in L.A. Yep. I'm never late ever now. That's great. So it taught you something. It's not true. Okay. (laughs) Well, for all your future employers, you said it here. He's never late. And we'll back you up. You can put me as a reference. Uh, I won't tell them any of your dirt. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this and chatting with us. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Where can people find your stuff? Aside from go watch Astronomy Club on Netflix. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. And then go on Twitter and say, bring it back. Thank you. Yes, please Disney do all of Plus, that. Disney Plus, HBO Max. There's a lot We're of We're very places. Disney friendly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, you know, uh, James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. You can go to jamesthirdcomedy.com or, or any social platforms. That's where I am. All right. Awesome. And don't forget to find us at Unemployed Podcast, Unemployed PDCST on Twitter, Unemployed with Anna on Instagram. One day we will have one name for all and that would make things nice. Oh, and I want people to find your podcast too. Where can they find the pod? I don't know. Anywhere, <laughs> Anywhere you listen to podcasts. You don't do any of the tech. You're like, <laughs> I just record and send it in. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are there. Um, and we're at Black Men Podcast and blackmenpodcast.com is our website. Awesome. I just have one final question before we part ways. Am I the best guesser at your Instagram lip sync songs? Um, honestly, you, you're one of the most consistent people. You know, there's a few people <laughs> yeah. that are really good at reading lips that are like there sort of every time. Um, and you are, you're one of the more consistent ones for Great. sure. <laughs> if you follow James, he lip syncs a lot of songs and makes you guess what song he's singing. Yeah. And it's a very fun game for me. I enjoy it. And then once in a while, I'll do one and I'll just tag him and be like, (laughs) no one else but you. I'm going to do one I'm I'm really bad at it. I'm actually terrible at it. So I don't know where this idea ever came. Like it was after writing Astronomy Club one day, I was in the room and I was just like, I'll do this and see if people guess. And then I haven't stopped. It's been over a year. Yeah, it's your thing. That's your thing. (laughs) It's what I do, I guess. Right? I post my ass. That's what I do. <laughs> That's your thing. <laughs> and they're the same, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's sure. Yeah. Not to my mom. I'll say that. <laughs> All right. That's another episode. Thank you so much for being with us. Everybody go listen to the rest of the episodes. Uh, and you know what? Find us if you want to watch this video. You can find us on Patreon. But uh, that's a terrible ending. Can I just say? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. that's it everybody don't forget to rate and review and you know tell a friend who needs a job and listen to all the other episodes i love you so much goodbye what's up everyone it's anna and i am here with a little post game uh episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon. We're posting videos of all of our episodes every week and everyone who donates to the Patreon is allowed to see those and we would love for you to join in. But right now, I got to give a shout out to our patrons who are donating money to us, who we appreciate and we love. Shout out to Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, Chris Arneson, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, Vic Terry and Jonathan Ediger. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and me and Ellen and everyone else who out there who's unemployed. We really appreciate it. And if you want to join, you can just go to patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. And like, you can just donate $5 a month or something really small, you know, anything, anything helps. And we love it. And we are here for you. And we will keep putting these out until until we're all so successful that we have absolutely no time to make a podcast. Just kidding. But check out the Patreon. Thanks. Love you. Bye.